Welcome back to Money Blitz TV Podcast. My name is Pierre De La Fortune. Today is March 27, 2018. It is 3.39 a.m. in the morning. On today's show, we're going to talk about which social media is best to actually test your fundraiser out on. So enjoy the show. Now, a question that we're asked a lot is, which social media network is the best for promoting my fundraiser? Now, that's a difficult question because there are hundreds of social media networks out there, so it makes it difficult. But there are pros and cons to each social media network, especially the major ones. So in this video, I'm going to break it down for you and let you know which ones you need to be on. Now, some of the pros of your fundraiser being on Facebook include, well, everybody has a Facebook page. Your mom, your grandma, your aunts, your uncles, pretty much everybody you know is on Facebook. So the potential reach of your message is in the billions. Yes, with a B, billions. Uh, another pro to having a, your fundraiser on Facebook is the ability to target specific groups um, with pay to play. Now you can target ads, you can create ads, you can boost posts, and you can create an, a Facebook audience in order to target your message to these individuals. Uh, another pro to having a Facebook page and having your fundraiser on there is native video. Facebook absolutely loves video content right now. It is the most important thing that they are pushing for, for advertisers and individuals as well. So uploading a, fa a video to Facebook or using Facebook Live, those are perfect things that uh, Facebook will help you with in in your reach of your audience. Last but not least is Facebook Messenger. Now, Facebook Messenger is a personalized way of getting in touch with donors and promoting your uh, your fundraising event with people in your friends list and even people who message your page. So those are some of the pros to uh, promoting your fundraiser on Facebook. Now, some of the cons of having a Facebook page is, well, there's 1.8 billion people on Facebook. You're not going to reach 1.8 billion people. That's important because it gives you a chance to refine your audience and figure out who you are actually targeting this message to. Now, another con is the pay-to-play method. When you're boosting posts and, and creating ads, like I said, this costs money. So if your organization doesn't have a whole lot of money, it's not going to be that effective for you to create ads or the boost post. You can still boost posts, dollar here, dollar there, but it's gonna be more effective if you have a little more money to put behind it. Now with Facebook videos, a con on that side is they autoplay. So if you're scrolling down your timeline and you see a video and it starts playing, if you watch it for three seconds, Facebook actually counts that as a view. So it's a little hard to find who's actually watching your videos. There are analytics for that, but Facebook counts your video view after three seconds. So somebody could watch it as they're scrolling down your timeline and swipe away and it counts it as a view. Last but not least, a con with Facebook messaging is pages aren't allowed to message out. People can message and you can engage in dialogue with people, but you can't message out until somebody comments on your Facebook post. So those are the cons of promoting your fundraiser on a Facebook page. 
some of the pros of Twitter is uh, it's great for information sharing. It's where I find a lot of my news, a lot of my sports news, uh, a lot of good links and articles are shared on Twitter. Um, another good pro of Twitter is the ability to use hashtags for chats or big events. Uh, I know when you watch the Grammys or you watch the Oscars or even uh, big football games, uh, you're able to chime in with a hashtag in real time. So you're able to have conversations based on these hashtags. You can create a, a Twitter chat and you create your own hashtag, set a time and a date for it, let people know about it, and you can have a conversation with these people in a Twitter chat. Uh, another good pro of Twitter is the list function. Now, lists on Twitter, you can create these and you can make them public or private. And one good thing about lists is you're able to curate information and content to your profile based on this. It could be organizations that are like yours, causes that are like yours, or people who share information that you deem shareable. All right, so that's a very good pro of uh, Twitter lists. Uh, also, last but not least, they come up in Google searches, okay? So your tweets do come up in Google search. So if somebody were to search something that pertains to your organization and you made a tweet about it, it would show up in a Google, in a Google search. Now, some of the cons of Twitter include, well, my least favorite thing, spam. If you're tweeting and using hashtags, be prepared to block a couple of spam accounts here and there. Uh, another kind of Twitter is their following has gone down quite a bit. Um, not a whole lot of, uh, there are still people who use it and it's still great, but it's not as relevant as it once was. Uh, uh, another con of Twitter is the algorithm. So the algorithm has changed Twitter where you used to be able to see tweets as they were tweeted. So if somebody tweeted something 10 minutes ago and 9 minutes ago and 8 minutes ago, now Twitter has shuffled their algorithm to show you the best tweets according to you. So that could be kind of a pain where people won't see your content once you're posting about it. Now, Instagram has become one of the most popular social networks because it is a very visual uh, social media. Now, that is one of the pros of Instagram is that it's highly visual. You can take a lot of great pictures, upload them on Instagram, and uh, show a different story, tell a different story about your organization, your cause, and why you are raising money. Uh, Instagram has added a lot of great features as well, including Instagram Live, Instagram Stories, and now you can actually create a gallery and upload up to 10 videos or pictures in the same Instagram post. Uh, another great pro of Instagram is the age demographic. Now, this is highly engagement, highly engaged with 18 to 34-year-olds in, uh, in life. Now, they tend to engage in the comments. They tend to like a lot of pictures. Uh, they tend to do a lot of following. So this is perfect if your organization is uh, aimed at getting the young volunteers or young people involved. Last but not least, 
there are older people on Instagram, uh, but this is where you can target ads to these people. Yes, Instagram has an ad feature where you can boost a post, promote it, and you can target specific demographics. So if your organization needs um, you know, people to donate or your message is aimed at people in their 40s and 50s, this is perfect because you can create an ad and boost it towards those people with these pictures. Now the cons of Instagram are a little bit similar to Facebook and Twitter. Now the age demographic is a little bit of a con because a lot of the younger generation between like 13 and 35, those are the main users of Instagram. While there are older users on Instagram, there's not as many as about that 18 to 34 age range. So uh, it could be a little bit harder if you need to get that older demographic. Now another con of Instagram is the hashtags. Now just like Twitter, there are some spam comments that come with hashtags, spam accounts that will like your page or comment and it'll be something like, hey, how to get new followers and those are just spam accounts. So uh, it's a little tricky when using the hashtags. You got to figure out which ones are best to use for your picture. And last but not least, just like on Facebook, paying to play boosting posts, it can be an issue if your organization doesn't have the funding to do so. If you can you know, allocate a dollar here, a dollar there, that's fine. But if you want to reach more people, you got to have more money. Now, Snapchat has become one of the fastest growing social media platforms in the world. And as you can expect, there are pros and cons to using it for your fundraiser. Now, some of the pros include short storytelling in 10 second videos. Now, Snapchat only lets you upload videos up to 10 seconds in length, and you have to take them on the app to make them of great quality. Now, you can tell good stories by using an alternating mix of video and picture, and it'll be concise and perfect for people's attention spans today. Now, another pro of using Snapchat for your fundraiser includes filters and lenses. Now, the lenses are the cool puppy dogs and the screaming, you know, uh, ones where you open your mouth and something happens, stuff like that. Uh, filters include your location and uh, the, the different types of filtering processes uh, when you go through the temperature, your miles per hour, stuff like that. Um, those are really cool in keeping people engaged when you're talking on a video and uh, things of that nature. Now, one other cool thing about Snapchat is you can build your own filter. So if you if you have somebody design a filter for you, you can upload it through Snapchat. And if you're doing a fundraising event, you can have this purchased. It's uh, usually between five and 20 to $30 or so. And you can have people use your Snapchat filter at your fundraising event. It's a very cool way way of marketing your fundraiser. Now, some of the cons that come with using Snapchat to promote your fundraiser include, yes, the age demographic once again. Snapchat is mainly aimed for a young generation, so if your organization is targeting older people to donate, it's going to be a little more difficult to get them to get the message heard by them. Uh, another con of Snapchat and your fundraiser is your messages disappear after 24 hours. So from the moment you upload it, People will only see that for 24 hours. Last but not least is there's no ad boosting and people who only know your username or who have added you from your phone book in your cell phone 
they're the only ones that can see your content. So it's a lot of cross-promoting on other social media platforms in order to get that message heard and to actually build up your following to promote your fundraiser on Snapchat. Now there are other social media channels that are still kind of popular, but some are still dwindling, like Google+, Pinterest, and even LinkedIn. Now these can be used to promote your fundraiser on their platforms, but uh, you have to do it in different ways, and uh, with Google+, it's not as popular as it was once thought to be. So you can search these a little bit, but I would stick with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, as those are the four most popular social media platforms right now. You all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> That's gonna complete today's show. Man, I hope you all learned a lot. I know I did. Anyway, we will see you all in another 24 hours. This is Pierre De La Fortune, sounding out, or signing out, as always. God bless. I'm out.